Good morning and happy Thanksgiving with everyone. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to What's the Point. My name is Gregory Cangren and I'm here with the one, the only, the Thanksgiving Day Planner, the Thanksgiving Meal Planner, and Recipe Sharer for the day, and you should pay attention to this because she's an excellent cook, Amy Kane. Morning, happy early Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving week, good morning. Absolutely, happy Thanksgiving week. As everybody knows, we were off yesterday. We had a bit of a, a emergency yesterday, and we were uh, we had to do an encore. I hope you listened to one of the encore shows uh, yesterday morning. Um, we had a, a, a short in 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 the house that was uh, almost going to cause us an electrical fire. Uh, we had some uh, real problems, and the guy came in to fix the the. The switch. Yeah, like we didn't do the show. We delayed, waited for him to do it and stuff. So couldn't come in. Yeah, and he came in, you know, and with this this thick cable that had to be replaced. And then he looked and he was and he said that it had to run way up to the ceiling. And these ceilings, the ceilings in our house are like 13 feet high in our apartment. So he was like, oh, my God, this is like a two or three man job. So I guess they're going to come back now. He came. We waited. He came. He looked. He's like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not going up there. (laughs) And then he left. And then he left. So um, we'll we'll see what happens with that. I guess they'll be sending somebody next week to see what they can do. The quirkiness of living in Spain. Yes. We'll see how we'll see how that is that a woman squeegeeing? The beach? No, it's a guy. This is um, it's a guy squeegeeing um, and and raking the yeah, beach the and, and the water back into the ocean. To the ocean, yeah, that's and it. the meme is that this is how plan uh, Trump plans to eliminate hurricanes and floods. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Okay, so um, let's get right to it, and um, the first thing we'll do is weather. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> the weather in New York for Thanksgiving Day will be 70 degrees, sunny, fall-like, beautiful weather. 33 degrees Ouch. for a high. Ouch. Feels like 30. And that's in the day. So what do you think the nights will be? Because, you know, most people, at least I normally eat at night when it's Thanksgiving dinner it's usually not light outside I'm sorry I made a mistake I'm sorry it's 28 degrees for a high wow and at night Thursday night Thanksgiving night after you've had your dinner and and everything and you're getting ready to get on the way back on the road to go home from whomever's house that you've gone to and you go to get in the car 14 What? Oh my goodness. Let me ask you something. Is it going to be windy? Wind (laughs) (laughs) out of the north northwest at 15 miles an hour. No, you're kidding. 25. You're kidding. I'm not. 15 miles an hour gusting to 25. 
Oh, that's gonna be that's. I remember Thanksgivings like that. I remember windy, cold, biting cold to your bones. Well, maybe the turkey and stuffing will warm you up. Yeah, until you get out in 14 degree weather. Just make sure you have a hat and a scarf. I was telling my daughter and every everyone yesterday, it wasn't even that cold here. But um, the night before, I was picking up my son from basketball practice. He's coming home and it was just this cold wind. Sometimes we get this cold wind that's just gets to your bones. And my body was fine. But I have a neck thing. I have a really long neck. So my neck gets really cold. I can have um, I can I can have on a sweatshirt and a scarf and be fine, but I can have on a heavy coat with a long like a cowl neck and okay. feel like I'm gonna die. There's something with the neck, <laughs> and that might be because you you do have a very elegant and very long neck. <laughs> I know, and it's just. I don't know. I have to keep it warm. I have this huge scarf now. I don't even need a hat, even though I do, because my head, my hair is really short. So, and then I get this real cold chill on my my scalp. But hat and a scarf. Your your parents were right. Put on a hat. Put on a scarf before you go outside. Very important. Very important indeed. Um, in Chicago. <laughs> I've never been to Chicago. Windy City. I've never. How is Chicago? What do you think? I, I really like Chicago. I, I, um, it's, it's, uh, it's a nice town. Um, it has a where did what's that street that goes up there? Fish? It's not fish. God, I can't remember now. Fleet Fit. It starts with an F. Anyway, there's a lot of uh, clubs and stuff up that area, and there's a. Uh, you know, the downtown area is real nice. I stayed at, I think it's a Marriott that's right across from Wrigley Building. The Wrigley Building is across the canal. Isn't across that a the field? Is a building? I thought it was Wrigley Field. Yeah, that's the, um, that uh, was the, um, and still might be, the um, baseball stadium. Baseball stadium, yeah. I think the, the football stadium is still Soldier Field, right, in Chicago? I, I, I know nothing about Chicago. Okay, so anyway, um... The weather in Chicago, 32, and for a high for tomorrow, Thanksgiving will be 39. That's not so bad. No, it's actually going to be warmer in Chicago than it is in New York? it is in New York, yes. What's the wind? (laughs) Windy city. Um, South, from the south-southeast, that's why it's going to be a little bit warmer, 12 miles an hour. I remember um, people, like, when it gets really cold in Chicago in the winter, I hear people like, why do I live in a place where the air hurts my face? Apparently, it gets really cold in Chicago. And there are stories about Oprah, you know, she's from Chicago, or not from Chicago, but that's where she made her name for herself, in, a name for herself in Chicago. Correct. And so she was a wealthy woman for a long time. They were talking about she used to go downstairs of her building, get into her car, her driver, right. the car, drive her to her studio right. in the garage and back up. I mean, I think she stayed out of winter outside in Chicago until the spring. It's like people in, in Chicago hibernate. They don't go outdoors too much in the winter. Correct. That's a that's a, a, a smart choice to make. 
in um, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Is that the Twin Cities? Yeah, St. Paul and Minneapolis. That's not the tri-state area. Is that a tri-state area? St. Paul, Minneapolis, and, and I don't know. I, I believe it's a, a bi-state area. <laughs> okay, so it's the Twin Cities. Okay. Yes, yes. Also never been? Yeah, I've, I've only been once. And it was, um, it, uh, I went to that big mall that they have there. Mall, mall of, of America? America. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the documentaries on that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty spectacular. So it's just a mall. It's a mall. I was going to say the same thing. got malls all over. There's malls everywhere. Yeah, there really are. But, you Maybe know. Maybe when it opened in its day, it was a big deal. I guess so. You know, I, I, I looked around and I was like, oh my goodness, this is really Another, something. um... Um, what do you call it? Give me a store. Another Orange Julius. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, a Cinnabon. Right. But I'm just here for the napkins, okay? I uh, love Cinnabon. 26 degrees. On oh, Thursday, yeah. it'll be 35 with a low of 33. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about Maine? What's going on? Oh, Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. See. Will be 22 for a high and a low of 15 degrees. Oh, I mean, it's... This Wind out of the northwest at 20 miles an hour. The northeast is where the all, all the real trouble spots are. It's all about the wind and the cold. Well, what is it in the south? Phoenix, Arizona. You ready? I'm ready. 75 degrees. Oh, that's lovely. With a low of 53. Oh, that sounds lovely. That sounds absolutely lovely. Good golfing weather. You go on and play nine. or You know, you don't want to play 18 and be gone all day, but you can play nine in the morning and get back. And that sounds like a lot of fun. So pretty much the weather is what you expect it to be around the country. I bet you Atlanta is going to be in the 60s. Probably, you would say. I would say. No, no. Um, um, Atlanta, Georgia is actually going to be 59 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, right around 60. Yeah, 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 sunny. No, actually, it's 59. <laughs> I mean, it might go up to 60. They're not sure. It's 59. Oh, really? You're re- we're really going to argue about that one degree. With a low of 36. <laughs> It's, it's gonna be. It, I mean, it's gonna drop. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's gonna drop at night, but you know, it's gonna be, you know, r- right where I said fifty nine. You know what? On Friday, oh, I'm gonna go back and see what, what the actual temperatures <laughs> were, and if it if it hits sixty degrees, man, uh, then well, it then I would have been right. Is that so important? No, it's not important to me. It's important to you to be right. All the time. It's not that important to me. It just so happens that that just tends to be the way it is, you know. Men have such a high, I, you know, what what am I going to say? Self-importance. Yes. Well, if you're not important to self, then it's going to be very difficult for you to be important to anyone else, I always say. Miami, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Miami, Florida, 80 degrees. Oh, it's going nice. to be raining. It's going to be raining. 
Okay, enough of the weather. We kind of understand what's going to be happening around the country for Thanksgiving. I think it's a pretty standard Thanksgiving all okay. around the country. Um, yeah, that 59 in Atlanta, that's pretty standard. Yeah. You know, probably into the 60s in Atlanta, sunny. <laughs> it's going to be nice. It's, I say it's going to be, I close my eyes, it's going to be 62 degrees in Atlanta. Well, keep your eyes closed because it's going to be <laughs> Uh, Time for some recipes. Oh, you're going to do recipes. How to make a turkey. You know, that is, you know, for people, you know, for people who don't cook a lot, and and I think that a lot of people who cook for Thanksgiving are people who don't cook every day. Okay. Okay? Or they're heating up things, or they're whatever. But, you know, you have to go slow because, you know, we cook every day. It's real. You know what it is? People make a bigger deal of cooking than, than it has to be. They're scared of cooking. There's yeah. this idea to be afraid. Don't be afraid of cooking. No. It's simple. No. You put on a pot and turn on fire right. or heat. Right. Make sure the thing doesn't burn. You know, yeah, add water, If butter. you're not sure, lower the temperature. And it's you simple. You never lose if you lower the temperature. And then just wait. The fire is the one that's going to be doing, or the heat mm-hmm. is what's going to be doing all the work. You know, it's not even like you got to be on a bike. You know how you got to work for you. You know what I mean? You don't got to do nothing. It's simple. Relax, tranquilo. You can do this. It's a chicken. Don't get up. Don't get. It's a big chicken. It's a big chicken. That's it. You know how to cook chicken, I hope. It's a big chicken. (laughs) A lot of people don't. You know, this is the way it is. Cooking. Come here, boy. I said, said, come on over here, boy. Who's that? Big chicken. What's his name? Leghorn. Leghorn. Fog, foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, you usually do that when we are in bed together, don't you? No, Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my sexy talk. I'll put a little, I said put a little pepper on it, honey. <laughs> I knew that was familiar. Uh, <laughs> so, how to make a turkey. Oh, God. How to make a turkey. Okay, how to make a turkey. Go. If you buy a turkey and it's frozen. Un- Unfreezing. <laughs> <laughs> the best, please don't cook a frozen uh, turkey. Please don't put a frozen turkey into a deep fryer. For the turkey. Please don't put a frozen turkey oh, into God. a deep fryer. I right. mean, a deep um, fryer. fryer. Yeah. Peanut oil or whatever. Yeah, you, you will cause, you will burn your entire house yes, down. Yes, you will. As a matter of fact, don't use a deep fryer. Uh, if you're not used to, <laughs> if you're not used to cooking. Absolutely. And There's, if you absolutely have to try it, listen to me. Put whatever the recommended temperature is. Lower it. Drop it by uh, 40 degrees and then you can always bring the, the temperature up. But you can't, you know, it's very hard to bring it down. So that's why you should have had your turkey already if it's frozen because it needs to thaw. Turkeys come big. They're chickens, but they're big chickens. And so they need time to thaw out. Yeah, and they're dense. Correct. Turkey meat is very dense. So it does take a, a, um, it's a take substantial overnight. amount of time. to or two yeah, days. Yeah. Sometimes three days, depending yeah, on the size. Yeah, you should get the turkey today. Okay, and get you it know, fresh. And to be honest with you, even today it's a little bit. It's too late for late frozen. For frozen you gotta get a fresh turkey. Yeah. So buy yourself a fresh turkey. Yeah. 
um, whatever size well, you need. If you're in New York, you know, you can get the turkey and then put it outside. Nice. For it to what? Freeze? <laughs> right. 14 degrees. Right? Um, and go home. I say, they say not to wash turkey. Not to wash it because of the spread of salmonella. Sal who? Manila. Sal Manila. <laughs> Uncle Sal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I've, I'm from a culture where we wash all meat. Okay. But I think that, you ever see those commercials where they're selling like a broom? Yeah. And they're lamenting how hard it is to sweep. Yes. And somebody takes the broom and all of a sudden dust is everywhere. Right. It's like, dude. You understand? Right. Or they try to... Sweeping with a regular broom. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right. You are still... Did you see how these people act? They throw the dust on... They literally throw the... Don't wash your meat. Water shouldn't be going all over the place. And when I wash my meat, the water does not go all over the place. I'll be honest So you, you wash your meat? I'm a neat meat washer. <laughs> Are we being silly and yes, childish? Yes. Okay, we're children. What are we? Cherish? We're cherish. <laughs> and, and insubordinate. <laughs> so we're just being silly. Okay. Yes, yes. So when, here's how to wash a turkey if you're going to do it. Clean out your sink. You should have a deep sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure the sink is clean. Absolutely. And bleach, then, you know. <laughs> no, not bleach. <laughs> just wash it with soap and then make sure there's no soap in the yeah, sink. Yeah, yeah, go on ahead and rinse that. It's okay to <laughs> rinse the soap out of the, before inserting turkey. Okay, and wash it with lemon juice. Yeah, that's always a good choice. Water, lemon juice, or, lemon juice, or water and vinegar. Pretty. Or water and vinegar. I don't... Lemon juice, very pretty. I don't know the words to that. Song. I don't even know the song. Um, and then you put. You, some people like to brine their turkey. Brine. Oh, that that's really nasty. It's okay. Brine. Huh? A brine. What What are you talking about? It's just where you soak the turkey so it can suck up a little oh, oh, seasoning. Oh, what did oh, you okay. think I was? No, talking no, about? I I I lost it for a minute there. So, brine your turkey. The problem with turkey is that they're big and you need big pots or big things to hold them in and you need space in your refrigerator. So, it's almost like it's a hassle. I don't think you have to brine your turkey, but if you want to, put it in a huge pot. It's got a um, thawed, thawed fresh, and put enough water. Can you thaw it in brine water? I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a chef, okay? I'm just... just nice. no, let me stop. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You asked me a question, I didn't know it, then I got offended. <laughs> um, so you put it in a pot with enough water to cover the turkey. You put a ton of kosher salt, okay, in... Or sea salt in... Okay. Or actually put the... Put the uh, fill the water first, and then taste it. You want a lot of salt. You want it to be you want it to be um, pretty salty. Um, you can put black pepper. Um, what do you call it? Black pepper. The the whole peppercorn. Peppercorns, yeah. And pretty much that's it. Now, if and you, you can thaw a you can brine a frozen turkey and let it thaw in the brine. Oh, okay, way. cool. That's, that's pretty, that might not be a bad idea if you're pushed for time. Okay, cool. Um, 
so you put salt and that's pretty much it. But if you want to add any kind of herbs and stuff like that, right, right, you right. can do that. Right. You should do it for about 8 to 12 hours okay. at least. Next okay. day, you take out the turkey in the morning. Right. You know, okay. Right. Um, put it in a baking pan. Right. Take some butter. Rub it down. Rub the turkey down with butter all around in the back. Put it in inside. Uh, take out the giblets. <laughs> Save the giblets. Save the giblets to make a, a wonderful giblet gravy in the, the giblets. Take the giblets out the pack because right, it comes right. in a um in, in a pack and yeah, sometimes yeah. it's a plastic. paper pack. Yeah. Remember to take the giblets and the, out and the neck and the whatever. Correct. Yeah. You can cook it in there if you want. Sometimes I don't. I usually cook it separately. But, the giblets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take them out. Take yeah. them out. And so rub your turkey down with butter. This is really simple. Mm-hmm. Get some seasonings because I use seasonings in my cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever you want. Um, adobe or salt and salt and pepper. Right. Okay. And then you can start experimenting. Yeah. Do what you want. Whatever you, your taste is, go on ahead and do it. So, you good, know, good put some garlic on garlic. there, chop up some garlic, throw it all around. You can do anything because a turkey's pretty much, you know, they'll, they'll accept anything. Correct. You know what I mean? Um, like I say, put some, some people inject them with stuff. This and is you silly. Get, you know, we're just trying to be regular. Simple. Very simple. Here. So yeah, put your seasoning. You can literally get away with butter, rub it down with butters, a decent amount of salt, some pepper, and put it in the oven. Yes, you could. But then you can do your um, garlic powder, garlic, onion powder, yeah. ba- a couple of basil, yeah. uh, whatever. I Oregano, don't know. Oregano, whatever. whatever. Throw on it whatever you whatever want. Whatever is your taste. Yeah. A good amount, but yeah. not too much. Correct. And cut up an onion and put the onion inside the turkey. And then some. you can sprinkle some onion on, on the, all around, around it. All around, all around. Cover with foil paper. Right. There's, you know, there's a shortage of foil paper, so make sure you get to the store <laughs> now. Put it in the oven. Check the time, depending on the time. It, it'll right. say it on the package how long to cook the turkey for. Right. Cook it at 350. 350 okay. degrees. Okay. For as long as it says to cook the turkey for. If you have a roast setting on your oven. Roast it. Roast it. I don't know what the roast setting does, but it does it differently. Yeah. Um, and that's it. The heat it. comes mostly from the top. And, Go on. and when the turkey's done, there's a little timer that pops up. Yes, yeah, so a lot of them have pop-up timers. What happens is, when during the cooking of your turkey, probably halfway, every hour, every half an hour, take it out. Take a spoon. There's going to be water in the bottom of the pan. Um, take That's the gravy. That's the, that's the, the turkey creating water. Take a spoon and... Put that gravy on top of the turkey. It keeps it moist. It keeps the uh, it keeps all the flavor in the turkey and stuff like that. It's gonna. It should make a lot of water. It should make a lot of gravy just just cooking it like that. So every like I said, half an hour, hour. Mm-hmm. Take the turkey out. Um, um, take off the foil. What do you call that? There's a word for that. I forgot. What do you call? But anyways, when you take the gravy up and you put it on top and stuff like that. Baste it. Baste the turkey. I forgot. And um, do that. And then when it's done, the time, the, the temperature thing is going to pop up. Yeah. If it has a temperature timer. If not. They usually do. Just figure on about 20 minutes per pound. 15 or 20 minutes a pound. 
Okay. And that'll do you. And but then you know, what so I like? You got a, a ten-pound bird. You know, ten times fifteen. Mm-hmm. You got one hundred and fifty minutes, right? Okay. That's about two hours and thirty minutes. <laughs> okay. Now, um, here's the thing I like to do to burn, um, to to brown up the turkey when it's done, because I hate a, 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 a turkey that doesn't look right. Right. So you take off the foil paper. Right. For the last after it's cooked, yeah. usually I take off the the. For the last well, half ten, an hour. Ten, yeah, 10-15 yeah, minutes, minutes yeah. however long it takes. And I'm going to tell you something. If you have a roasting setting on your um, uh, oven, It'll roast once it. you take that foil paper off, it's already browned. Yeah. yeah. So that's how you do a turkey. It's pretty simple. It's not scary. You <sighs> can do this with a turkey breast. You can do this with, you know what I mean? Correct. Whatever. Put it in the oven. Hopefully Correct. you have an oven. And there you go. I don't know how to make a turkey on stovetop. You can make a turkey on the stovetop? I don't know how. Uh, I don't know. You know, in case you don't have an oven. Right. Now, mac and cheese. Ooh. Okay, so if you boil some Brussels sprouts. Nope, nope, nope. What? See, I got to stop you there. <laughs> what? I got to. This is what? like a macaroni and cheese casserole. It's finished yeah, yeah. in the oven. Okay, so you you boil some Brussels nope, sprouts nope, and nope, some nope, nope. I gotta broccoli. Stop. Nope, nope, nope. Listen, listen. (laughs) You are not, that's sacrilege, okay? You are not going to hurt my heart like that. You've been watching too much of Susan's cooking. What are you going to put some raisins in it next? Ooh. No, don't you dare. Don't. Not the dark ones, those like, you know, the light raisins, the like the white grape raisins. Yeah, that, that that sounds pretty gourmet. In this macaroni and cheese, there is no raisins, no vegetables of any kind, okay? okay? This is pure mac and cheese. Okay. Boil a box of macaroni. Oh, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Elbow macaroni. Elbow macaroni, gotcha. Okay. With water. You want the water salty. Boil it. Okay. O- until... Almost soft. You don't want it too soft. Okay. Al dente. Correct. Um, in another pot, you're going to make a cheese sauce. A cheese sauce? Yep. With cream or milk or half and half. You can mix it all together. Heavy cream. <laughs> There's no reason not to cook with heavy <laughs> it's cream. It's so heavy, you might need to, to stretch it with milk. But, you know, we've used evaporated milk. We've used regular milk with evaporated milk. We've used cream with, you know what I mean? It usually depended on our finances on that. <laughs> <laughs> we used water <laughs> with powdered milk. <laughs> government cheese. Right. I heard. I've never hey, had government I'm cheese. I'm not on not government cheese on mac and cheese. But I've never had government cheese, but I've heard that mm. it makes it really creamy. Junius Peppers, <laughs> our family uses government cheese. Our um eye in the sky um weather um, guy. Um, uh, uh, tra- traffic, traffic guy, guy yeah. Yes, you can hear him on episode 2. He hasn't we haven't had a chance to get Junius back, but we will soon. Well, this week is not going to be good because you know he's going to be at Thanksgiving. Oh, God. <laughs> His family and their cooking, they, they take it very seriously. Okay, cheese sauce. Right. Get your cheese. You need cheddar. 
And you know, he only flies like once a month because <laughs> gas prices are so high. You know what I mean? All right, go on. You need cheddar cheese. Lots and lots of cheddar cheese. Okay. All right, shredded. Shredded cheddar. Shredded, shredded cheddar. cheddar. Now that's your base. You can add uh, any other type of cheese that okay. you like. Okay. Gouda. Um, what else? Give me some Gouda, cheese. That's pretty, give, give me some that's, different that's cheese. That's pretty fancy stuff. But if you want to do just the Gouda. standard, standard. Okay, whatever cheese. kind of cheese you want to put in. But there. cheddar is the base. Yeah. And usually I like to mix. I like to mix sharp cheddar and mild cheddar. Right. Or sharp or, cheddar and regular cheddar. Yeah, and Gouda is very good in a mac and cheese. Um, also Parmesan cheese. Absolutely. Um, and as far as a simple, simple sauce, cheese sauce, you're going to do some milk, um, decent amount, butter, right? decent amount of butter. I mean, right. I can't give you measurements. I don't know how much you're making, you know? Right, right, right. But the basic ingredients are milk, butter, cheese. Right. And then um, you put the butter in first, you add the milk, right. you make sure the milk and the butter, the butter is melted. You start adding the cheese, right. the shredded cheese, right. and stirring so that the cheese melts. Melts in there. Add more water because you want it liquidy. Okay. And I actually usually... Water? I mean, milk, sorry. Milk. Add more milk. Right. I usually um, add an egg. Okay. At the end. Okay. So that it'll bind So you're making a, like a, a, almost like a fondue... Cheese, cheese slurry, yeah. Correct. And I'll season it with garlic powder, onion powder. Okay. How um, loose should it be? Very loose. Okay. Um, decently. It should have a thickness on it. Like if you take the spoon out, you should see cheese. You okay. should see cheese on the back of it. Okay. But it should be liquidy. Okay. And then you're going to um, pour the dried, you know, the strained cooked mac and cheese, macaroni, macaroni. into the cheese. Add as more, add more cheese if you want. Right, you right, want it right. creamy. You want it wet right. because then you're gonna put it in a casserole dish. Right. Um, spread it out so it's even. Right. And on the top, you are going to put breadcrumbs. Okay. Uh, the sprinkling of breadcrumbs and more shredded cheese. Put it um, in the oven. Some foil paper on it. Put it in the right. oven for about a half an hour. Bingo. At the end, once again, take off the. Full and brown the top. And crisp up the top and you're done. Simple and delicious. Okay, so now we've got our turkey done. We've got our mac and cheese done. Stuffing. I'm going to go with um, uh, smashed potatoes on the fly because they're always good. So just, Now that's your specialty. So just peel the potatoes, okay? Peel the potatoes. Put them in boiling water. Just let them be on low boil, not a violent boil, a nice low rolling boil, and then test them with a fork. When you can push the fork all the way through and the potato kind of splits, you're done. How much potatoes? Oh, God. I would, it, I would say two potatoes per person. Uh, okay. So if you've got 10 people, you need 20 potatoes. Ooh. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, otherwise, you know, you are going to run out because people are going to eat this. Okay. So, um, you know, you can try to get away with one potato per person, but, you know, I would go with two. And then um, take the potatoes out and get that potato masher thing. It's the easiest way to do it. You could do it with a fork, 
But the potato masher is so fast. Masher, masher. <laughs> Smash those potatoes and then bring out the butter and heavy cream. Okay. Okay. Now it's hard to find heavy cream in the states. A lot of times, it's half and half. Okay, half and half. If you if you have to, but I believe in heavy cream. But if so you don't, hard. if you don't, go with go. You can do milk or half and half. Okay. And and a ton of butter, and not margarine. It's got to be butter. Yeah, in my recipes, butter, not margarine. No, no margarine. It's it's, it's full it's not fat good. butter, full salt butter. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, take the um, and then and then after you've smashed them up, and you know you can actually drain them in the pot that you cook them in. Just drain the water and leave the potatoes in there. Put it back on the light. Um, put it on a really low light. Put the butter in right then and there. Okay. Put like start with I don't know um, a half a stick of butter, and then. And let that melt just a little bit because the pan's still going to be hot. And then start smashing your potatoes. Then go on ahead and put the rest of that stick of butter in there. But the butter, it should be on a low light because yeah, you don't want low, the butter to burn. Yeah, the lowest light. And then um, put in your milk and just smash, smash, smash. And then do what you want with it. It's going to take salt. Can I ask you a question? It's going to take black pepper. It's going to take nutmeg. I mean, you know, if you if if you really want a, a flavor that's really nice, you know, put not cinnamon, nutmeg. Can I ask a question? Go. You mash separately. You mash it in a bowl separately. From you know, the pot? Uh, no, because again, we're trying to make this as simple as possible, quick and easy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, do it right in the same pot. You know, just drain the water uh-huh. and then smash them in the same pot that you um, that you boil them in. So where's the butter? Um, the butter is is thrown in right into the pot. Got it. And um and the potatoes are going to be really hot because they've just come off a boil. Got it. As soon as you throw that butter in, they're going to start. It's going to start melting. Okay. Okay. But you know the other thing is, don't keep the butter in the refrigerator. Your all your butter should be out and soft. It's mm-hmm. so much easier to work with soft butter. Okay. And um and then you know uh cream. Um. Uh, uh. You can put some. You if you want to put Parmesan cheese in there, go on. If you want, uh, um, I usually go with nutmeg. Okay. And and sometimes I'll even put a dash of sugar in there. Okay. Just a little bit. Salt, pepper, to taste. Usually takes a bit of salt because those potatoes usually will absorb salt pretty good. And do this. Um. And if you and if it sits to the side, if you haven't timed it right, that it's ready to go when everybody's ready to eat, because it's really fast uh, once the potatoes are cooked. If you haven't done that and you want to bring it back to life, mm-hmm. just put in like a pat, uh, two pats of butter and some milk mm-hmm. under the um, under a low light. Stir constantly, and you'll bring them right back to life. Then you know you can do that at any time. They're it's just spectacular, and it's the simplest, creamiest, best oh, mashed potatoes. And you for will a hot have. and for a cold night like in the Northeast, yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be gold. It really will. And that's and that's it. Yeah, that's it. And and you're ready to serve. Uh, what Simple, are you going with next? Straight um sweet potato pie. Oh. Also very simple. Ooh. 
also very simple. It's you peel the sweet potatoes. Okay. Um, you boil sweet potatoes. Okay. You take and um, when you peel the sweet potatoes, it's good to cut them up because it um, sweet potatoes are hard, can be hard, so it'll boil faster if you yeah, cut if them into smaller cubes. pieces. Yeah. So after you um, peel the sweet potatoes, cut them up into smaller pieces. Put them in water that covers them. Boil them until they're soft. Just like you test with the other potatoes. Test um, use a fork. fork. Drain the water and start a mashing. Right. Start mashing the potatoes in a bowl. Right. Because not on the stove. On a in a bowl. Right. Add in butter. Right. Um, probably Mm, about two tablespoons of butter. Two to three tablespoons, two two tablespoons of butter, butter about butter. a quarter cup. It depends on how much potato um, potatoes you've um, boiled as well. Um, milk, cream, half and half, whatever, whatever you want. Butter. Um, brown sugar. Whoa, brown taste, sugar. To taste. Okay. Because everybody's different. Yeah, my sister, uh, Dina. <laughs> oh, Jesus, with the sugar. Jesus. White sugar, brown sugar. I think she uses more white sugar because her the, the the her sweet potatoes are always very very sweet with the and then she puts the marshmallows on top. It's like candied sweet potatoes, and she took candied to a new level. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, to taste, you know, you're talking yeah. about maybe. Um, try start with a quarter cup of brown sugar. Mix it in. See how it tastes. Because you can taste that sweet potato. Whatever that sweet potato mash tastes like, that's what it's going to taste like when it comes out the oven. Right, right. So if it's it's not sweet enough, add some more sugar. I like like brown sugar because brown sugar has a brown sugary taste. Yeah, it's got that molasses thing. Yeah. So um, add add sugar to taste. Mm -hmm. Vanilla. Probably about a teaspoon. I like vanilla, so a teaspoon. Butter. <laughs> I, I like I like vanilla, so a teaspoon. Yeah. Of of really good vanilla. Yes. And if it's not good vanilla, two, two teaspoons, teaspoons right. of vanilla. Um, and uh, did I say milk or cream or yeah, yeah, half yeah. and half, whatever yeah, yeah. liquid you're gonna use? Right. Um, you want it to be what's the consistency? It's kind of on the thicker side. Yeah, very thick. You don't want it watery. No. You know, you want it... Um, I, I can't... The consistency of, like, when you pull the um, spoon out of it, does the... Does it... Is it watery? No. It, it, so what is it like when you take the spoon out of it? Mash. Like a mashed potato. Uh, yeah. Probably it, yeah. the same consistency, consistency as a mashed your mashed potatoes. potatoes. Right. Um, and you put that in a pie crust. Right. Or if you're not going to use a pie crust, just put it in a casserole dish. There you go. Put it in the oven. How long? Half an hour. Temperature? 350. There you go. Done. If you want to put marshmallows in. Don't save the marshmallows, man. Well, I'm doing a pie. Am I doing sweet potato pie? What's the difference between sweet potato pie and sweet potato with um, marshmallows? It's up to you. Uh, yeah, it really. And some people put marshmallows on the sweet potato pie. You know what the difference between sweet potato casserole and sweet potato pie is? What? The shape. That that's it. And if you want to And a pie one crust, has a crust and one doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. It's yeah. up to you. So that's what I'm saying. A simple Very simple. simple. And it doesn't really need a crust. It doesn't. 
All right, next, um, you're going to talk about the um, the um, legal prostitution. Okay. You, you said you were going to talk about the the how you think that there should be legal prostitution of um, cranberries, right? <laughs> Reconstitution of oh, dried, oh. of dried. See, I never understood that. Of dried cranberries. That makes more sense. Oh, geez. Here in Spain, they do not have or I cannot find cranberry sauce. Right, right. So, but if you can find cranberry sauce, just Go buy, for it. Just yeah, buy it's cranberry sauce. <laughs> and it's good and it's easy. It comes right out of the can. It's simple. It's fine. They've made these, these uh, technological advancements for your benefit. Use them. Yes. Canned cranberries Absolutely. are delicious. Yes, they are. <laughs> you know, and you just, and you just get, you can put a hole, you know, or you open up one one side, you punch a hole in the other side so the air can go through and you can just pull it. It, it still looks like the can. Yes. When it comes out, people can just get, slice, slice off it's a piece. It's not runny or yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's so easy. And it, and it does help with the turkey. It does. It makes a really... Get two cans because <laughs> people like it. You know what I you mean? You know, I just tried cranberry sauce like a few years ago. I have went... 20, 30 Thanksgivings without cranberry sauce. And I finally tried it. I was like, wow, this is good. It's spectacular. Get your cans of cranberry yeah, sauce. Yeah, get two, three. What the hell, you know? So everywhere in America, they'll they keep till next year. Yeah, do they know. never go yeah. back. So, I mean, in America, you can get cans of cranberry. Yes. Here you cannot. So I take dried cranberries, I soak them overnight in water that just on the top of them, right. and then they become regular cranberries. There you go. Then I have to um, boil them in a pan. For how long? For a long time they boil. With sugar. Yeah. You got to water and sugar. Make um, sure they don't dry out. Make sure you keep adding water. So, you know, that's one thing you kind of have to keep an eye on a little bit. It doesn't take that long. Yeah. 20 minutes or so. Yeah. But then the key is to let them sit so it coagulates. But the other the thing is they fill the house with a really nice smell when they're boiling. And sometimes you can put a stick of cinnamon in it. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. good. It's really good. But if, like I said, if you can get the can of cranberries. Do so. It's worth it. And after with this meal... You'll have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Right. What about vegetables? Okay. Vegetables are not Brussel, allowed. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> no. Vegetables are not invited. I, I would go on ahead and go with a, a pot of collards. Collard greens. Yeah. I'd do a pot of collards. I don't know how to make collard greens. Okay. Here's the quick way. You ready? Go. And, and it, 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 this is as quick as it's going to get. Okay. I go with poke neck bones. I was talking to my sister last night. Smoked turkey wings. What are you talking about, smoked turkey All wings? All the way. Heck yeah. Poke neck bones. Get yourself some smoked pork neck bones. Not ham hocks. No, not ham hocks. And not regular neck bones. Not, they have yeah. to be smoked. smoked. That's right. A lot of, it's hard to find sometimes, so you're going to have to probably beat Yeah, because people buy them all. <laughs> you have to beat an old lady over the head to yeah. get them. <laughs> and they're cheap, too. You know, for a while there, remember, we were making pork neck bones just, just to have just to have them. You know, I remember one time we were, we had a party, and, and, and my niece, you know, came in with her friends, and they were heading out to a club. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Okay, well, we're gonna get out of here and go to the club." And one of the girls was like, "Are, are those, are those neck bones <laughs> cooking in the kitchen?" 
We were like, yeah, they're almost done. She was like, all right, well, we're going to stay and hang around for them <laughs> neck bones. We get club, to the club. The club is going to be open all night. Yeah, yeah. Neck bones ain't going to last. Mm-mm. And the good thing about neck bones, they're not as fatty mm-hmm. as ham hocks or... Correct. Anything else? It's a, it's a, it's a very lean. It's a lean yes. pork. Yes. So that's great why it's really and good. great flavor and and eats well in the collards. So get yourself two packs of pork neck bones. You know, don't skimp on that. Two packs. <laughs> Put them in there. Let them boil. They'll boil down to nothing. You, they in, they do have to boil in 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 a lot of water for. A good amount of time. What's a good amount of time? God, I usually I, I boil them for at least an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours. It depends. You want them real soft before you put your greens in because the greens are going to cook really fast. So the key is cooking the neck bones. Yeah, and then get it down to like um, a third of a pot or, or a quarter of a pot of water so that the neck bones are really kind of almost exposed. Are you... Do you keep adding water? Yeah, if you have to, yeah. How um, much water can, do you start I with? I start with a, at least a half a pot and make sure that they're covered and, and way down in there. Doesn't take any seasoning at all. Just boil them. All right. Then they get down. Once and the uh, smell is Fantastic. Amazing. Once you're getting down to, to where they're getting soft, let it boil down to, you know, maybe a quarter of a pot of water okay. with the neck bones in it. Okay. And then... Um, Generally, what I do is I take them out. You take the neck bones yeah, out? Yeah, once they're soft and done, I take them out. Mm-hmm. And then with that water in the pot, then I stuff it with collards. Now, collards, what do you have to do to prepare well, the Well, when you get them with the leaf, you got to take the stem. You know, this is the part that takes a little bit of a time. But if you have people over the house, you know, you can always get somebody to help you do this or get somebody to do this, and it keeps everybody talking and having fun in the kitchen and stuff like that. And they can de-stem them, take the stems out. But you know what? You just want the leaves. Yeah, you do, but a little bit of stem is not a terrible thing. It doesn't have to be exact. Okay. A little bit of stem is kind of nice because it gives it body, okay. the stem, you know? And then and, um, you wash and rip it. them. You don't have to cut them. Rip them into pieces that are, you know, I don't know, maybe like as you take your finger, like doing the OK sign, maybe about that big, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, or even a little bigger than that. And um, and then uh, th- get them soft, and then put the neck bones back in. Put put the um when you put the collards in that water. You know, you can stuff that pot as high as you want. A lot of times I've stuffed the pot till it's actually the cover can't even, the cover is sitting on collards. It's Correct, not. Because there's so much in right, there. Right, right. Because they're going to boil down to nothing. So in essence, you're telling me that the neck bones are out and you're just in the, steaming. In that water that the neck bones cooked in. Correct. And you're steaming the collard greens in the neck in bone In the neck bone water, water. yeah. And I'm adding a, a, a pack of, um, uh, what is that? Uh, Sazon. Sazon, yeah, that's pretty good. A pack of that, some a little bit of salt, and at least two teaspoons of sugar. Okay. And um, uh, Teaspoons or tablespoons? Teaspoons. Okay. Then if you, wanna, if you want a little bit more, you can always add it later on. You can always add, but you can't take away. Okay. So, um... And when they start to get soft, they're going to boil down real low. And when they start to get soft, 
then as soon as you're able to take the neck bones, dump them on the top because they're already cooked anyway. Okay. And uh, when the, when the when everything gets soft, you're ready to serve. You're done. You don't put anything else. In well, it? You know, sometimes I'll put um uh, um uh, uh, vinegar over the top. How much? I don't know. Um, maybe half a cup. Okay. But then people can put on vinegar when you're serving. At the table. Yeah, at the table too. So you know. So they had no vinegar in the, what you do like. Sometimes. Okay. Depends. This is so good. I mean, that's, Gregory makes the best collard greens. We were in Tennessee, and we were having a huge um, Thanksgiving with Gregory's sister's family and his family, her, just a whole bunch of Southerners, okay? Yeah, Pretty they're from much. Clarksville, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, so a whole bunch of Southerners, and Gregory made the um, collard greens, and Southerners take their collard greens seriously. Yes. You know, it's... it's uh, it's something to be admired. Right. And everybody's always talking about, you know, my mama cooked the best collard greens. My mama that man, Gregory don't put up a pot of collard greens. He gonna look at his mama talking about mother. <laughs> <laughs> his collard greens are better than yours. <laughs> yeah. And he was he, it's almost like he had a soul searching coming to, yes, to Christ did. moment. Yes, he, he did. was so kinda in awe of your collard greens. Yes, he was. And Gregory's like, eh. You know, just, just yeah. collard greens. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and his mother's a cook too. I think she's actually, you know, she cooks a lot. Yeah, like she. And that's her job. Like a, yeah, she's like a lunch lady. Yeah, or something. And, yeah, and, yeah. and you blew. Blew her out of the. That water. was the best collard greens anybody has ever had, and it it is. This is the best collard greens yeah, I've ever. They're had. They're very good. I mean, excellent, excellent, excellent. If you're gonna do green beans, do them the same way. Oh really? Yeah. With and, with, and, with neck bone. Yeah, and then um, what you can do um, at the end. Is you can even take boil, you know, take a uh, take out one or two of the potatoes that you that you were boiling, mm-hmm. and just put them on top of the finished. Um, uh, make sure they're hot, of course, and put them on top of the finished uh, string beans when they're done. Oh, the potatoes! Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. What? I don't understand. Do you cut them up? Do you mash them? Yeah, uh, before you mash them, like it, maybe you pulled out a potato or two. Why would you do that? Because like, you can quarter them and, you know, they'll still be a little mushy, but uh-huh. you can quarter them, put them right on top of the green beans. Uh-huh. And it's really good. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, so there you go. Full Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, and, uh, make yourself a cake. Get yeah. a, get some cake mix. Betty and, Crocker. Uh, yeah, throw up the, um, mix up the cake mix, put it in a pan, put it in the other pan. Throw it in the oven. When it comes out, let it cool. Take it out and put a whole bunch of icing in the middle. Put the next one on top. Put some icing on the top. Don't even worry about the sides. So and you essence, got yourself a cake. Well, I mean, you're going to use two cake pans in essence. You're yeah. going to take the cake mix, make two cake pans. What are they, 20 minutes, 30 minutes? So yeah, look on yeah. the box. Yeah. Um, one thing I learned from Paula Dean. Yeah. Okay, you take a Betty Crocker cake. Yeah. And you get a jello pudding mix. Oh, jello pudding mix. mix. Yeah. To get a jello pudding mix, not the there. gelatin. No, no. Jello pudding, pudding mix. mix. Just if it's the, a vanilla cake, put in vanilla. If it's uh, a yeah, chocolate j- cake, take the jello pudding mix chocolate mix right. you take that powder 
and you just add it to the to cake. To the powder in the cake. cake. That's you don't right. add anything else, no. nothing more. And then Mix make it, it as up, usual. Yeah. And it comes out like a really gourmet moist. cake. Right. It's like you look you and anyways, like Gregory says, separate the cake mix into two pancake pans. Right. Put them in the oven. Wait till they cool. When they come out, they take, cool. Take one cake right. out of the pan. Put, put it, it upside a, down. Uh, Cut off, like shear off the top and put it on upside down so that you have a flat surface. And then um, put a lot of icing on that one. In the middle. On, right. Just on the top. Right. And then take the other one, the flat surface of the other one, and put it against that flat surface. Uh-huh. So that way, you know, you, you've cut off, you've sheared off the top so that it's, it's stable. You know, it doesn't have to be exact so that it's stable. Then you get a nice flat surface because that was the flat bottom of the pan. Mm-hmm. And then you get the bottom of the pan on the other one. You put that on top and then you're just icing the top. You don't even have to worry about the sides. It doesn't have to be all that neat or anything. It's fantastic. It tastes good. It's done. And the icing is going to be kind of oozing from the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Delicious. It looks great. It's fine. So you got your sweet potatoes, sweet potato pie, you got your turkey, you got your collards, you got your mashed potatoes, you got your mac and cheese. If you want to do one other thing, do a Boston butt. Go and get yourself a Boston butt, which which is is pork shoulder. Pork shoulder, yeah. You got to marinate that overnight in orange juice. orange juice. And pull that out. You don't even have to. Like the turkey brine we said? Yeah. Brine. The the Boston butt in orange juice and um, I don't remember, but just orange juice. Yeah. And lime juice. Yeah. You want the citrus. Something citrus, yeah. And you're good to go. Put it in a pot, cover it up. Take it out of the orange juice. Yeah. Oh, yes, (laughs) yes. Put it and throw the orange juice away. (laughs) And then then put it in, in, in a pot with... You know, Season it with herbs. Yeah, I usually put a little bit of olive oil in the bottom of the pot just to make sure that it, there's some grease down there so it doesn't stick too crazy, um, even if it's on tinfoil. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, and then and that's a good idea. Put it on tinfoil so you don't mess up your pots, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and not mess them up, but you don't have, it, it really saves on cleaning. Yeah. And then just go on ahead and, and leave that in there. Um uh, for until it's pull until you can take that bone that comes with it and just pull it out. Mm-hmm. When you can take that bone that comes with it and it's loose and you can just work it right out with your hands, it's good. It's ready to go. And That's the pop up timer for that Boston. Oh, you forgot one last thing. What's that? The gravy. The gravy. Should Bu- should you buy gravy? No, no. Never buy gravy. It's it's a waste of time, and it doesn't taste that good. Take the um. There's going to be water and seasoning and so forth and drippings from the. I hate drippings. I know it sounds nasty. It's a nasty <laughs> word. But there's going to be the liquid that the turkey um uh cooked in. Mm-hmm. Take that liquid, drain it off into a pan. Okay. Okay. Um. Put the. You can a lot of times you can put the neck in that pan. Okay. Bali. Okay. Now take the the put it under a um a light and put some a little bit of pep, black pepper. It's probably going to have enough salt in it from being the the liquid that the turkey was in, but check it for taste, and then put in like a half 
half a teaspoon of sugar, quarter teaspoon of sugar. You can always put more. And then um, and get it to where it's getting hot. And just before it starts to boil, put in about a tablespoon or so of flour, any kind of flour. And keep stirring so that there's no lumps or anything from the flour. I think that's the key. How do you not make lumpy? Yeah, you got to keep stirring it as it boils, as it begins to boil. And stir it and stir it and stir it and have it on a low boil. Stir, stir, stir. And it'll lighten up and it'll thicken up and bang, you're done. Takes a couple of minutes to make. It's a, you know The process is really a, a five, uh, four or five minute process. And that's done. Take the take it out of the pan, put it in a cup of some kind, <laughs> or and, a gravy bowl. Yeah, if you don't have a gravy bowl, put it in a cup of some kind, <laughs> yes. okay? And put it, or else take the pan of gravy and put it on the table. Baller. And let people pass it around. So in essence, you're taking the water, the liquid that was created from roasting or baking the turkey. Last thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, go on. So don't throw that away. No, no. Save the triplets. You got a lot. (laughs) Save save the triplets. (laughs) Um, You put it in a pot with some black pepper, a little sugar, flour. Right. Stir, stir, stir. Stir, stir, stir. And what will happen is when it starts to get to a low boil, you'll start to see it just thicken. And then take it off the boil. Take it off. It's going to be hot enough. And just keep stirring, stirring, stirring. And you'll see it uh, uh, um, appear the way you want it to. Taste it. Make sure. And then put whatever you want in there to taste. Salt, pepper, whatever. And yes, stop. No, no, no. One more thing. Oh. You got the gravy. What are you going to put it over? The turkey. And? The mashed potatoes. And? I don't know. Peas and rice. Oh, we don't have Come time. on, come on, do the rice and peas. You, It's already, it's 57. We got three minutes. I'll go to an hour on this. Go. Jamaican rice and peas, Um, do I do? Okay. All right. Simple. This is simple. Okay, simple rice and peas. You right. want parboiled rice because it's easiest to work with. This okay. is like an Uncle Ben type rice. Um, it gives it, it, it doesn't get too soft and mushy. Good. You, so you're going to have good grain, um, whatever. Right. So Firm grain rice. Correct. So in a pot, I will put some olive oil. Um, this is, okay, any Jamaicans out there, do not come for me, okay? Right, right, right. <laughs> this is, we're making it simple. <laughs> do not come for me. I get it. I'm not grating real pure coconut the night before and soaking my kidney beans. So like I said, do not come for me. This is almost kind of a Spanish style rice and peas. Okay, so you take olive oil, you take um, sazon, and you put the olive oil, probably about two tablespoons of olive oil in Mm -hmm. a pot, get it hot, Put a packet of sazon and swirl it around so it kind of melts. Sazon, huh? Sazon, yes. Okay. Um, Goya sazon. Add two cups of rice, two cups of parboiled rice. Okay. And you're going to coat the olive oil seasoning mix with the rice. Okay. Because it gives it flavor. You okay. can even, I mean, this is where your seasoning go. If you want to, I like sazon because it's kind of a complete seasoning and it's re- I like the flavor. But right. you can add garlic or powder, onion powder, whatever. 
in the oil. Right. And then you coat the rice in the oil. Gotcha. Got it? So that the rice is kind of have that yellowy, yeah, whatever, sazon, sazon yeah, taste yeah. or your seasoning mix. Yeah. Um, it's still dry now because the only thing that's in it is, uh, what do you call it? The olive oil. Correct. Then you put in a can of coconut milk. Ooh. And then a can of coconut milk. A can of coconut milk. You add a can of gungu. They call it gungu. It's, it's that green Spanish peas. What right. do they call the, that? They're, they're like um, pigeon, pigeon peas. peas. They're pigeon Garabanzo. peas. Garbanzo. Green in green. Green yeah. pigeon yeah. peas. Sometimes you can use brown. Yeah. And you put in um, a can of coconut milk. A can of beans right. of peas. pigeon peas. Pigeon peas. Um, and water to so that it goes right above the rice. Gotcha. You mix. You mix it in. So the coconut milk mixing Everything really well. Um, the water mix. You know, the peas is, right. is mixed in real well. You add some salt and pepper. Make sure the peas are out of the can, by the way. <laughs> not, don't, don't, not, not out of the bag. You'd have to soak them. Just from the can. Go yeah, on. yeah. It has to be already cooked because, right, you know, if right. you're going to do fresh peas. This is fast. Go correct. Um, and you cover and you steam it. And by the time all that coconut milk and water and liquid is finished, right. you'll have a perfect fluffy rice and peas. And that's what you pour the gravy over. <laughs> because the potatoes don't need the gravy. Okay. You know what I mean? The mashed, the smashed potatoes. They hold their own with the nutmeg. You don't need the gravy on smashed. Some people might want to do it, but I prefer my smash. I'm a I'm a smashed purist, and, and <laughs> okay. it, the the taste stands on its own. So I wouldn't say it's a it's a Jamaican rice and peas, but I'm gonna tell you something. It it's comes real close, yeah, and it and it's a rice and peas with pigeon peas. Um, not a rice and peas with red kidney peas, right. but the coconut milk is the thing that really takes your rice and peas yes. over the top. And this is a can of a regular standard can, can of, of coconut, coconut milk. Right, and that's it. And there you've got a spectacular uh, um, uh, uh, Thanksgiving dinner. And and it's it's and with minimal work. I mean, you're gonna be cooking for about three hours. Yeah, but it's minimal work. It's not gonna be. It's a, you know you can have a couple of drinks and while you, can you have do fun this, while and you yeah, do. and you know you can get in, some people involved in what have you're the doing. kids start pulling collards. Yeah, that's the big thing. The pulling the collards is the is probably the most I effort. Have somebody peeling potatoes. Right. Potatoes. 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 <laughs> okay. And, and that's our version of a really quick and delicious and fantastic Thanksgiving. And Put I, on some music. Yeah. And everybody, enjoy. And then enjoy the food. Enjoy. Try to enjoy your family. You know, I mean, you know, here you are with a group of people that, that you're related to that you really don't like. Get a, buy a football from Walmart or Target or a store yeah, and, and throw the around. Food. Well, you can't, not in the Northeast. Cold. cold. But anywhere else, yeah. And, and, and enjoy the day. And everybody have a, a really fantastic Thanksgiving. As you know, we're off the rest of the week. And um, Amy... Uh, obviously, there is no Thanksgiving here in 
España. Right. So it's a regular day tomorrow. There's no festive anything, you know, of any kind. Although I think there's something this weekend. There's always a festive festival here every weekend. But um, we're going to do a Thanksgiving dinner here, and we usually have um, some people over. Last year we had a guy from Scotland who had his first Thanksgiving dinner. With us here in Spain. Right. Even though he's an American, he was born in America. Yeah. He left when he was like two years old because his parents were like working in America. Yeah. But he's an American. Yeah. He's got an American passport, the right. whole thing, you know? And his father was like, yes, you finally got your first thanks- uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving yeah, so you know, enjoy enjoy your 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 guests and um, and everybody have a, a really really fantastic Thanksgiving, Amy. Have a great Thanksgiving and a, and a great four days off, which is also nice. Very nice, very nice. And we'll see you guys on Monday. Thanksgiving. <laughs>